And we live. We live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the live person. Trying to set up the, the phones and cameras and whatnot. everybody welcome back to emerging 30 podcast hey come on hey come on All right. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Emergent 30 Podcast, everybody. This is your girl, Miss Nikki. And I am Shadai Poet. And tonight, we just want to announce that we do have a fallen soldier. Yes, we do. Um, our former co-host, Miss yeah. Alexandria Holmes, has decided to discontinue the podcast, and so with that goes back to our formal request: if anyone that is preferably male, doesn't matter your demographic, um, would like to join the Ready Thirty podcast and sit down and have a conversation with us, um, please. Hit us up on any one of our platforms. You can add me at on Facebook at Nikki Hill. You can add EM30 Podcast on Instagram or at Shaddai the Poet on yes. Instagram or at Shaddai as Live on Facebook. Yes. Um, we also have an email uh, spelled out emerging30 T-H-I-R-T-Y podcast at gmail.com. Yes. So hit us up and let us know if you want to be a part of our conversation you want to be a part of the conversation and if you have any ideas yeah go ahead and let us know let us know if you just want to be a guest right go ahead and let us know hit us up on any platform all right so we are discussing the election today um as some of y'all may have seen i've been pretty active in my discussions yes um about uh some election I feel like I, I recognize your excitement for the topic on tonight. Yeah, because I feel like when we think of voting, <clears throat> it's, it's just a weird time because usually when you ask someone why they vote, why why should we vote or whatever, you have people that think they vote don't count, they, the rebuttal was usually always, well, your ancestors fought for this right. Right. But I think in a lot of cases, we forget why they wanted to vote in the first place. They weren't fighting for the right to vote for a party. They were fighting to vote for the person that, you know, has an agenda that's more closely aligned to what they believe and what would benefit them in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we kind of lost sight of that when we, when we vote because you have a lot of people that believe that they don't believe anything would work anyway. Like they don't, they right. don't have faith in the system, but yet they still push voting. You know, like with and back if, then if, there was a very large emphasis on the different groups, such as like the NAACP that was catered to every yeah. state. They all pushed voting. Yeah, and it had a, a plan. Yeah, for people to vote. And unfortunately, we we don't. We don't really have a plan. These last few elections that I've been witnessing, we just kind of give our vote away to who we think is less racist. <clears throat> but without actually doing our research, right? Um, I don't really put a whole lot of emphasis on on voting. I feel like we pressure uh, each other more to vote than we do the candidates to to earn our vote and to actually do what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, I'm a registered independent for the record, and I am a third party advocate. 
um, as a third party advocate, a third party voter, we're kind of like the guardians of democracy. We're there to make sure that everybody's voice is heard, not just the two richest and wealthiest ones mm -hmm. that you know, because that's the only reason why you know them so well, because they have the money to and get your attention. interesting enough, your girl is a black Republican. Well, I identify more Republican, but I mean, I always want to vote for the, the best person, the one that I think has the best policies. So, yeah. So we gonna get into it. <sighs> and right. she it's a lot to unpack tonight, <laughs> y'all. Y'all, I ain't know you were registered as Republican though. Yes, I I registered as Republican. There's a lot of things politically that a lot of my friends will not agree with that I've done and have not done. Yeah. And she brought her a letter from Nancy Pelosi. They sent this letter to my mother. Uh, of course, they, I believe what happened was because she's a registered Democrat that they sent her this letter recognizing her as a registered Democrat. And I specifically believe they sent it to, like, Blacks. Yeah, because it's ghetto. Like, it says... It's super ghetto. Like, she sent a picture with this letter, y'all, saying that they must stand... She wouldn't, She's going to stand up to the bullies in the White House. Right. Someone had to stand up for the Constitution, the rule of law, national security, and American people. That someone didn't have to be me. But as you can see, when President Trump hurled insults and personal attacks at me, I wasn't about to back down. His behavior was childish and unbecoming of a president of the United States, but it didn't bother me personally because I've got he's, I've got thick skin. Uncool. It's hood. It's, it was literally, it's that's hood. literally what like, they put in the letter. That's what it says. It's hood. It's, like, it's hood. Yeah. And she looked at that and said, okay, boom. Yeah. Send it out. That's the one. So basically right now, the Democrat, uh, the Democrat Party, um, Congressional Party is... Um, they're seeking funds. They're they literally stated that they're they going broke. Money. If you go on their website, the first thing you're going to see is fifteen dollars, thirty eight dollars donation. Right. They're asking for a contribution. They're asking for a she. She literally said um, that the Republican money machine is operating in high gear to the point that their majority could be in jeopardy. Um, me and Shania were actually sitting up here talking about it, and it's because because of the Trump presidency, the Democratic Party has taken a lot of hits from a lot of their major um, contributors. Um, one of them was your boy Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah, and I'm actually honestly just learning about this whole Jeffrey Epstein situation. I heard of him. I heard he did something. I heard he was possibly dead, maybe not, but I never knew the details of what he. Disgusting. Did um, you know certain things? I tune into most things. I don't. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to to hear what he did. Uh, interesting enough, I learned about it in church. So really, you know how it. You know, and they have a whole documentary about it that I just be scrolling past on Netflix. I just never. That man was gruesome. But the people that were with him were gruesome as well. Like. Wow. It was no good. Yeah. It was just a no good situation. Okay. So let's get into it. First, before we're in this podcast, we're going to talk about the election. We're going to talk, uh, give you a list of some of the people who's running. We're not going to go through every single candidate, all 36, 38 of them for Orleans Parish because it's just too much. Um, but we are going to give some highlights. We're going to talk about who does what, what their role is. And I would like to get some feedback from you guys when it comes to your specific districts. Um, who would you like to see as as uh, alderman or whatever, or school board member? Uh, tag their name and tell me why. And let everybody know why you would like to, to see them so they can know who to consider. So first, we're going to get into the... Three branches of government, legislative, executive, judicial. We're going to start off with legislative. Um, for the state of Louisiana, under the legislative U.S. Senate, we have running. Well, let's talk about what the U.S. Senate does. U.S. Senate is, they fall underneath Congress, a little, you know, less than you know, prestigious than Congress. Their job is to speak for the people and represent the people of the state inform the public and introduce ratifications to treaties. 
and there are two senators for each state and their elections are stagnant. So this yes. election, we're voting for one senator. Um, then we have Congress. The, the job of Congress is to introduce policies and they oversee the executive branch. And the Louisiana the, senator currently is Bill Cassidy. Yes, and he's up for re-election. Yes. Um, and then under that, we have the House of Representatives. They make laws. They make up the Electoral College. Um, right now, it's 538 ele ele uh, electoral reps across the country, and Louisiana has 105 representatives. 68 of them are Republican, 35 of them are Democrat, two of them are Independent, um, 27 of them are Black, 78 of them are White, and 85 of them are male, and only 20 of them are, are female. And the next um, election for House of Rep is uh, 2023. So let's start off with U.S. Senate because that's the first thing that you see on a ballot. First, like we said, Bill Cassidy, he is our current senator. He is a Republican. It's up for re-election. Re His platform is border security, budget, Second Amendment, and education. Um, His track record, he works very closely with the treasurer. Yes. Um, don't, don't even give me, I, I don't even, I can't even think of him right now. None does so. Um, he tried, I know he tried to repeal Obamacare a bunch of times. Uh, I mean, a bunch of times. <laughs> he tried, baby. He was trying. Um, however, he did co-sponsor the Justice Act for police reform that um, will prohibit chokeholds as a, a method of restraint and, you know, police lynching and, and would put a little more pressure on cops to... Uh, act a little more humane towards people, towards black people. Um, however, in my research on him, he doesn't seem to have done really much about education. I haven't seen too many bills passed. Maybe I, I missed it and didn't go through all of it, um, but I feel like I shouldn't even have to look that hard to see what you've done as far as education. Um, and especially when all I gotta do is click and I can see that you tried to re uh, repeal yeah, it's, it's something really fishy that goes on with the Louisiana education system. It is. Really it's, real it's, it's, real it's, 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 it's real fishy. It's real fishy. Really, it's really, really funny. I don't know if it's because they've chosen to prioritize the whole um, health care yeah. thing over education. That's what it's because a like. lot has happened since Katrina. Because more of our taxes go to healthcare than education right. anyway. Um, I don't know about you, but I just recently had watched the documentary film about Big Charity and mm -hmm. all that was done between LSU and the state in order to build University Hospital. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of there was a lot of underhanded stuff going on, and actually, Mary Landrew had a, a played a huge role in getting the funding from FEMA in order for the new building. Mm. So it, it it's a lot that goes on within that. And check out Facebook, see if we got some comments. I really think, um, yeah. Okay. I think they chose. I think they chose to prioritize the health care. Yeah, I, that's what I think. They, they, yeah, because that's where majority of our taxes go. I believe is you have discretionary taxes and then you have mandatory. I want to say mandatory is where military and defense falls under. It might be the other way around. Discretionary is for Medicare. We all most of our taxes go towards defense. Right, we spend over five hundred trillion dollars alone every single year in defense. So that's why when people say, "Well, they don't have enough money to go towards black people towards reparations," that's a lie. Which you is can not reallocate true. funds. Yes, you can. Um, and then the second thing, the second highest taxes is Medicare. So that's what we have. Fortunately, it's not education, but. One of another uh, candidates that's run that's up for Senate, one of the worst that I think. Now we have multiple. This is only I'm just gonna do three, but you had about ten people running. Some of them had websites. Yeah, I'll name them once she's done. Yeah, I'll go home real quick. Okay. Uh, Burrell Billiot. He is an independent candidate. 
from and his platform is he's very far right his platform is he wants a tiered prison system. If you don't know what tiered prison system, it means it's a harsher environment. I mean, punishment, physical punishment uh, in in prison, you know, harsher labor. Um, and he honestly believes that that will deter, deter crime, um, which it, it, it might, I don't know, but it, it's, it's extremely inhumane and you see it done a lot in more developing countries. The problem with it is there's just too many snags in the justice system where people who are essentially innocent. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, is the crime, is it? Does it, the punishment fit the does crime? Does the punishment fit the crime? Did like, you really do it? Like, is right, it really like a, at the end of the day, regardless yeah. of what they did, they're still human beings. At the end of the day, um, he believes in more aggressive policing. He feels like police officers should be more aggressive. That is not a good thing for New Orleans. It's not. It's not a good thing for Louisiana because it's we, not. We some fighting people. It's not. Yeah, but yet he has uh, his platform is is getting a lot of attention, especially from um, white. People. I see that because he's. he's <laughs> At the top of the list here. Um, so they have uh, Beryl Billiard, John Paul Bourgeois, Bill Cassidy, we know Jared the Third, Derek Champ Edwards, Zan John, David Drew Knight, M.V. Vinnie Mendoza, Jamar Montgomery, Dustin Murphy, Adrian Perkins, Antoine Pierce, Melinda Mary Price, Aaron C. Sigler, and Peter Winstrup. Yes. Um, and I, trust me, I went through most of them, and some of the websites are not active. They don't have websites, or they haven't right. finished. They I have an incomplete um, ballotpedia where you can go and look them up, but some of them haven't finished them. Some of them don't even have a picture, so you don't really know what that platform is. Um, yeah. I'm actually on uh, voterportal.sos.la.gov. Mm -hmm. And they at least give what party they are running for, the race and the gender. Yes. So that's yes. Okay. And where um, they were from or born at or operate at. And another candidate that's getting a lot of attention as up for Senate is Adrian Perkins. Mm -hmm. He is a Democrat and the current mayor of Shreveport. I remember when he got elected. Um, his track record with, as being mayor is uh, he's pushed public safety and community policing, getting to know your police officers and having a more personable relationship with the with uh, with the community. Um, he's also expanded the tech and healthcare sectors in Shreveport, adding different uh, not venues but facilities, and he really pushes the STEM program a lot. Um, he also wants to raise the minimum wage for Louisiana. Yes, Lord. I'm not sure about how how much, but he did uh, at um, least fourteen dollars. Yeah, but he did um, quote another state. I, I want to say it was Washington, maybe one of those states where they said that they've uh, they've raised their their minimum wage like seventeen times in the past thirty four years, and mm. you know. I'm, Louisiana just being. I know it. people will probably be happy just to make eleven dollars an hour, but right. at least fourteen. So fourteen, fifteen dollars something because the cost of living, living in this city is, is skyrocketing. But yet the the wages it remain the same. Y'all, Louisiana still think fifty k a year, fifty k salaries is some kind of VP executive salary. They it do is not. It, it really is do. not for my degree. Me having a master right. in international entry level is only about business, thirty thousand. That degree usually nationwide on average is seventy k. Yeah, 70. average. That's low ball. Yes, seventy k. The job market in Louisiana is so. Great. But yet you want to offer me thirty five k. I'm supposed to be content with that. Um, right, and ten thousand of it already goes to just housing yourself. Right, which I believe, and a friend of mine even said, if a job requires you to have a bachelor's degree. And a bachelor's cost on average forty k a year. Thank you. You need to start them off with forty k, right? Which is why I said the last thing I said in our previous podcast that as a reparations, all black people should make at least forty k a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Adrian Briggs was also endorsed by Barack Obama, John Bell Edwards, and a bunch of other people. Um, he's a pretty decent 
guy, likable guy, and he's and he's seemed like he's done a lot for for Shreveport. I have family that live out there, so I must say I haven't had heard any bad recent news about yeah. Shreveport in a while. I mean, of course they always have your your certain person that passed through Shreveport, and like the person was last seen near Shreveport in Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. All right, so that is your, those are your senator, your U.S. Senate candidates. So let's go to Congress, 1st District. Um, Leanne Dugas, I think I'm pronouncing her name right. She is a Democrat. Her platform is to reform Social Security and crimes against humanity, specifically at the border and immigration. She was just at a, a women's march, I want to say yesterday or two days ago. And she was speaking underneath the Claiborne Bridge and she made some points about um, Social Security and how a lot of her friends have died. I want to say like during COVID. Um, so she wants to, to reform that. Uh, Howard Kearney is a libertarian. His platform is to eliminate the Patriot Act, eliminate Obamacare and audit the Federal Reserve. Uh, the Patriot Act is the one, I believe, that um, that's the one, what is it called? What's it, what's it called when, when martial law, I believe? Yes. That I want to say that's the one that martial law falls under, the, the Patriot Act. And, that, and I believe that started in and 2001. It's an appropriate tool required for intercepting to obstruct terrorism so if there is like a terrorist cell or a terrorist act that happens they indict or prosecute people under the patriot act mm -hmm. which can result in some mm, how can i put it unconventional methods of punishment oh yeah they're torturing they torture and that's why that's what I feel like when Obama got in office and one of the first things he did was find Saddam Hussein or whoever it was who was it he found was it was it Saddam Hussein or was it one of them uh other was Osama bin Laden yeah, one of them as soon as he got in office he found him and had him killed no baby y'all been had that man y'all been had that man in that bunker and y'all and he took they him had out the his misery. They definitely had the intent. Y'all took him out. He took him out his misery. That's what that was. Uh, but yes, he wants to eliminate Obamacare because he feel like it's costing the state a lot of money, and he wants to audit the Federal Reserve, which I do agree with. The Federal Reserve does need to be audited, be because people still don't understand how the Federal Reserve work. Um, then we have also running for Congress, First District, Steve Scalise. He's he's a Republican in our current. Um, congressman. As you all know, Steve Khalif was the Scalise. congressman that was involved in the shooting incident that happened. You remember that? When they, they were playing like a was it a, it was like a baseball game or something like that and uh, shots rung out and Steve Khalif was actually struck in the head. And so, yeah, and he recovered. Yes, that was him. That was our, our congressman was a part of an act of terrorism. And I think the person or the people who did it are also being indicted under the Patriot Act. Damn, Gina. <laughs> Y'all shot that man. That is yeah. not funny. It's not funny, but yes, that, that did happen. Wow. I, I'm just pointing out the irony of wanting to eliminate the Patriot Act, but also in, in situations like that, certain people find it to be necessary mm -hmm. because you've attacked an official, a government official, you know, somebody that... Yeah, but at the same person. time, we do it all the time. Matter of fact, that was one of the things that Biden stood by when Obama went over there to uh to the Sudan, I believe it was. And um, was it, it, was, was it the Sudan? And he killed their president. Um, And uh, Biden was quoted saying that he stood by, he feel like that's how you should handle it because you don't agree with something not because they did anything but because they threatened you know your how big you were they, they threatened your power structure and you didn't like it so you went over there and you killed the man um so and i feel like that's something and i think barack i mean not barack uh trump did the same thing i want to say in israel i think but don't quote me on it i'm gonna have to look it up 
Um, but Steve Scalise, I always call him man Scalise. Why is Steve Scalise? <laughs> no, Steve Scalise. <laughs> <laughs> um, his platform is education and Second Amendment rights. <laughs> Ironically, the man that got shot really wants to defend Second Amendment rights. Um, he allocated, uh, signed off on $1.88 million to Louisiana charter schools. Uh, and he also supports the border wall structure um, for Mexico. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like as, as a Louisiana um, representative and resident, we don't even have the money. We shouldn't even be talking about that. <laughs> I don't know. It affects us too because, you know, we know for sure that they cross over into California. They also cross over to Texas. But we have seen an influx in immigrants here as well. Yeah. Do I totally agree with the... Do I think the border wall is going to solve the issue? Not exactly. But I do think there needs to be some type of policy in place in order the, to help the, people to become citizens. A lot of those cases are not so much even them crossing over. A lot of those people get here legally. They are, they're here on a, a, a tourist visa, a 90-day tourist visa, but they stay. That's the majority of the immigration problem. I don't understand why they're even focusing on the wall it's, it's the paperwork that's a problem. But for me, as a as a black person, I always think, like, is it something that I feel directly affects me? Are they taking the jobs that I'm even looking for? Uh, I mean, no. it's, ar it's arguable. But I will say that most the not of them do have a leg a up because they learn two languages. Yeah. So a lot of the jobs that you will qualify for with your degree, someone else can get it simply because they can, they have, they're bilingual. Yeah. Does that mean I want them out of here? No. But, I mean, I'm just saying there is some truth to every argument. Yeah. That's what I'm pointing. Yeah. So. Um, and that was the three candidates for the first congressional district. Leanne Dugas, who's a... Democrat, Howard Kearney, a Libertarian, and Steve Scalise are current and Republican. All right, let's go to second district congressional. Um, <clears throat> second that, congressional. That, that second district congressional <laughs> choice, they get that's ooh. We're gonna let you talk about it. All right, so first, Cedric Richmond. He is a Democrat and our current congressman for the second district. His platform is education, coastal restoration, and he's really big on the environment. Um, <clears throat> he introduced the education bill for people with criminal records, which I thought was kind of cool. I didn't go through the bill, so I don't know what all it, it consists of. Um, he's also the person who spoke with Ice Cube about his contract with uh, Black America. He was the representative that spoke on spoke with him on behalf of the Democrat uh, Party, and he is the only Black representative uh, and Democrat out of Louisiana's six district reps. Uh, so that can take that for whatever that means. If it means nothing, especially if he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, then it means nothing. Um, there's there was a lot of names and a lot of people that don't really have any background or information or even a picture. There is a man named um Belden Nooney Man Batiste. He has a picture. He has a picture. I went to his website. However, it doesn't say what he's it about. He just says that he's it, a man it, of the people. It, yeah, he's it from show his really his platform. It, it's really? one page it's a one page website. It, it is. <laughs> But it does state that he is a person who believes that the people, pretty much saying that the people should have a direct person who understands middle class citizens, yeah. those who make um, about 30000 and those the others who make over 60000 I did see that on his website yeah. too. So that's and that they should and have a voice in the Congress. Yeah. So that's his platform that he's running off of. Yeah. But, um, but there is a picture. There, there's a picture of him. There's a picture of him. Uh, he he came up pretty sudden. <laughs> and but, I, yeah. I went to his Facebook, and people do seem to know him. 
um, I guess it's his family and friends that support him. And there was another brother named Kobe James. His platform is criminal justice reform and education funding. I He didn't have a website, but I, I was able to get some of his information off of Ballotpedia. The rest of the candidates, I could not find the information on Ballotpedia or right. and they didn't have websites. But here are their names. Um, Belden Nuneman Baptiste, Glenn Adrian Harris, Kobe James, Cedric L. Richmond, David Schilling, and Sheldon C. Vincent. Um, Louisiana and education is important. Um, somehow, some way, the people have to begin the voice that we really do want our children to succeed yeah. from early on up until now and a lot of the systems that they have created although some of them are effective they are not really doing what they're supposed to do for everyone yes how it's supposed to so when i say that i'm talking about kip i'm talking about certain charter systems i'm i'm talking about it all public school systems it, it, there really needs to be education reform it does in louisiana yeah. it's, it's kind of ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous to say we have so many prominent colleges within this state yeah okay so those are your legislative branch uh, components and candidates let's go to judicial the job of the judicial is to evaluate laws and for uh this election we have a bunch of judges, most of them were already unopposed, but for this section, we have the Associate Justice Supreme Court, and these are three judges, all black Democrat women, and they seem pretty dope. Like, I, I, I kind of like the, the platform. I met one of them. She, yeah. All right, so first is Sandra Cabrini Jenkins. She is a Democrat, 23, been practicing law for 23 years, elected to Court of Appeal back in 2012. And her platform is, she is a minister and a judge. She also has a law camp that teaches justice without bias, law, body, and soul. Um, they have a law, body, and soul uh, platform where she merges law and spirituality together. And she, in, in under this law camp, she also informs people about human trafficking, violence against women and girls, and mental health. And I thought that was kind of cool that she combines spirituality and law under one and focuses on those uh, those topics. Um, the uh, next is Piper Griffin. That's the young candidate, I believe. Yeah, I don't really see much on her. She's young. I think she's younger than the other two. Yeah, she's a Democrat. She's been a, a, a she judge some, for 20 uh, years. What they call signs? She got some signs. She had, I, she, but I didn't see really anything on her Page. website okay. as to what she's done. It's not in detail like the other ones. Um, she, but it did say in bold that she pushes for equality under justice, but it, it doesn't really say much more about what she stands for, what she's done in the past, like as far as community work, it doesn't really stay. Um, but you can look them up. Her name is Piper Griffin. And the last uh, one, late woman up for Miss Love Judge is judge Terry Love. She is a Democrat and she's been practicing law for 25 years. Her platform is equality and she's really passionate about you know, New Orleans youth. And she was also endorsed by former Mayor Mark Morial. Mm -hmm. So those are your three justices, um, associate justice for Supreme Court. For, yeah, for Supreme Court. All right. Now I would like you all to go ahead and comment who you want to vote for for uh, school board members and anything else because. I, I didn't go through all of that. It's, it's like yeah, thirty. Yeah, that's kind of not included. Yeah, because it it, it, it it depends on the district that's going yes. down. It's, it yes. goes by district. district. So so yes. type in your district and who's who you want to see uh, win for your district and why. Um, so we can know who's all running for school board. And they have had some important. people who are were disqualified and some that yes. were true. Yes. So that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe personally that the school board districts are large beasts and two-headed snakes that mm. need to be toned down mm. because 
There's large no beasts. Large beasts. And two-headed and snakes. And two-headed snakes. Okay? That needs to really, really, really come down because our children are suffering. Mm. Period. Point blank. There's just not The entire happen. school board. All school boards across Louisiana. They all need to be reevaluated because something's wrong. Now, what's the job of the school board? That's a good question. They're supposed to... That's a good question. <laughs> what's the, but, like, what do they even do besides... I mean, I know they like listen to people or whatever, you know... Deal. I don't know if they actually listen, but they sit there. <laughs> I've, always, I've always understood it as they're supposed to be the liaisons between the state and the congressmen and all of those people who fight for a certain funding yeah. for schools and the actual schools like the principals and your teachers, all of that. All of that is supposed to be run or intertwined with the school boards. That's how I've always. Yeah. I, I just remember going to a bunch of school hall meetings, uh, school board meetings growing up when I was going to New Orleans Free School. When I, I mean, because my daddy was really active, and I remember going to a bunch of school board meetings. I don't know meetings. that who, whoever, whomever is in your school board district, if they are not advocating properly for the children within their district or the schools within their district, you will miss out on fight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the executive branch and their job is to carry out laws. Um, the presidential top four can presidential candidates is Donald Jabari Trump, whatever the hell his middle name is. I don't know what the J stands for. Um, who's a Republican, as we know, Joe Biden, a Democrat, Joe Jorgensen, she is a libertarian, and Howie Hawkins, who represents the Green Party. Um, Donald Trump platform has, well, let's let's go to the two lesser known. Howie Hawkins represents the Green Party. The Green Party is about uh, social, eco-socialism. Um, they are pro-socialism, for those that you know, don't know, but so was Bernie Sanders, which is why he was highly liked because he was more of a socialist than he was a capitalist. Let me tell y'all something. And looking at all of this stuff of people who running for president, you can run for president. Oh yeah, we have a like it's like fifteen different names on there. Kanye West is still on the ballot for some but reason. But this his it's called the birthday party. It's called the birthday party. He's representing the birthday party. Really sad. So, but how many of you want to be a part of the birthday party? <laughs> you come with your birthday suit on, clearly. But yeah, like that's he that's, is showing this whole. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing we're running for president. All you gotta be is born in America, and I believe is at least thirty five. So anybody can run. So you always, I think, it's very important to know who your options are, who's running. Um, Howie Hawkins has a pretty strong platform for his uh, his people um and he pushes for the new green the uh green new deal which you may have heard on the debate when that donald trump and biden were going back and forth about with each other about because it wasn't either one of their plans it's his plan um and it's to make buildings more sustainable farming he wants to push uh community policing he adds a lot of black panther party strategies as far as that then you have Joe Georgeson, who's almost similar, but she's not a socialist. The Libertarian Party is all about free liberties, doing having a right to do for yourself, um, making marijuana legal. They also would like to make prostitution legal. It's legal in a lot of countries, and they feel like that's not something that the government should, you know, have their hand and should ever say so in. Um, they also they believe should. in. Uh, well, the thing is, it's legal in a lot of European countries because they pay taxes. That's and the because they have free health care. Yeah. So when you get sick and you get diseases, you just go to the doctor. Yeah, they also have the beliefs on That ain't it in America. <laughs> that ain't it. And they, all of, they are, you know, passionate about police reform and social justice reform and prison reform because we spend a lot of money. We spend $80 billion on uh on prison and forty billion on the war on drugs and both the Green Party and the Libertarian Party would like to end the war on drugs. Um, 
Joe Biden, Democrat, Donald Trump, Republican, and let's move into their plans for the community. Like they all have their different platforms, but let's talk about their plans Let for me just, uh, uh, name the other people real quickly. So as you know, you have Joseph Biden, Kamala Harris for this Democratic Party, Joe Jorgensen, Jeremy Cohen for the Libertarian Party, Donald J. Trump, and Michael Pence. For the Republican Party, Brian Carroll and Amar Patel for the American Solidarity Party. Jay Simmons and Claudia Lila Rose for Becoming One Nation Party. President Bodie and Eric Stoneham for CUP. I don't know what that is. Don Blankenship, William Moore for the Constitution Party. Brock Pierce, Carla Ballard for the Freedom and Prosperity Party. Tom Hofling, Andy Pryor for the Life, Liberty, and Constitution Party, Gloria La Rivera, Sunil Freeman for the Socialism and Liber Liberation Party, Allison Kennedy, Malcolm Jarrett for the Socialist Workers Party, Kanye West and Michelle Tibball for the Birthday Party, and Bill Hammonds and Eric Bodenstab for the Unity Party America. Yeah, those are all of your presidential candidates. I haven't even heard of any of those parties. <laughs> Oh yeah, like it's it's a whole heap of them now. It's a whole heap of them. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like you even have one uh, in New York. He has his own party. Oops. He made it it's called the Rent Too Damn High Party. So let's talk about. <laughs> These plans for us, for the black community, as you know, Ice Cube has been in the water. He has been all in the, uh, in, hmm? yeah, he's, he's been in, in headlines for presenting a bill um, for black Americans, specifically black Americans, uh, ADOS, African descendants of slaves. Um, and his CWBA plan, let's just go over there. Some points from that. It's a 13-point plan. It's a 22-page plan. And I read the whole damn thing, and it's pretty, you know, it's vague. It's it's vague, but it, it does have, have details. It, it pretty much won't work. <laughs> it pretty much ain't going to happen. So he is proposing neo-reconstruction. Um, he's proposing that the Federal Reserve um, allocates 13.4 of its capital to black-owned businesses. Um, when giving to businesses, uh, he advocates for he's police and prison reform and also baby bonds. Um, he believes all black children should have government funded trusts at birth, starting out with a thousand dollars. Um, and there's a bunch of other things on there that he that he talks about as far as um economic reform. What you gonna do with a thousand dollars at birth? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's for it's a trust fund. Mm -hmm. But when they get older, you, you build mean? on it. Yeah, he said it starts out with a, with a thousand dollars, and you add to it. Um, so that's part of his plan for African Americans. I I think it was a, a a good idea for him to to present the plan because we do need a plan. Every election, we always ask, "What do you What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for us?" But we never offer a plan of action. Um, Obama didn't do anything for black people specifically. I'm weary of plans though. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because I really feel like anytime that you do actually come up with a plan and you recite, you know, what your um, what you think the plan should entail, it, to me it just states that you know there's a problem and you're part of that problem. And it's just like yeah, and that's why I feel like with this, with him offering it, you can't use ignorance as an excuse anymore. You can't act like you don't know there's a wealth gap. Like you the whole, know. the but the whole Democratic Congressional Committee, whatever they call themselves, they all need to acknowledge it in order. For yeah, they they do, happen. they do. But the problem is, black people have been so content with things. We don't. Yeah. We, we complain that we don't have anything, but we don't offer. We don't tell them what it is that we need because, number one, we can't agree on it. You got 50 black people in the room and you say, what do, what do we need? What do we want? You're going to get 50 different responses. Um, 
And we can't even agree that a plan should have been presented to the man in the first place. Now, the CWBA plan is not really political. If you read it, it's more private. It's, it's, it's more geared towards like private banks and private corporations. But um, it does have a, a political aspect to it. It's a good idea to present it to the head man and who's ever in charge. Uh, as well as everybody else, corporations, the community, and anyone that you want to, to fund it and participate in it. So that was Ice Cube's um, goal was to get people, as he said in his video, was to stop giving away your vote. Make them earn the vote. Because people, especially the Democrats, they've gotten real complacent with black people because they know that they can they can count on that black vote. So they've all they've been doing is just giving us a symbol. Um, Kamala is a symbol. Barack was a symbol. He didn't actually do anything specifically for us like he did for the LGBT, for Native Americans, for veterans. Y'all need to go read on Joe Biden's website how they announce her being the vice president. Like, it's so disrespectful. Like, they don't really respect that lady. Oh, they don't. I didn't even see it. But let's go through some, some of the, uh, these other two plans. So we went over the Contract with Black America plan. This is uh, strictly about closing the wealth gap. Uh, between black people and, and them fixing the government fixing what it started 400 years ago when it came comes to black people. So Trump's platinum plan it, it's about okay, it says he promotes he wants to fuel black farmers which I thought was a good idea and and have My more great, black great granddaddy and, and so Oh, okay. Get y'all self together. Um, he wants to give forty billion in government funding for black-owned businesses, five hundred billion in total to and to in federal contracting opportunities as far as jobs, um, and announce a national clemency program for wrongfully convicted prisoners or people that have extensive sentences. And Joe Biden's plan for Black America is the Lift Every Voice plan. He wants to make sure uh, African-Americans have at least $15,000 um, secure when they want to, when they want to buy a home. Uh, he wants to allocate $70 billion to HBCUs and $3 billion for businesses owned by people of color, not specifically black people. Uh, and that was kind of the thing that Ice Cube really was adamant about. Not he doesn't want it to be like an inclusive people of color minority plan because that pushes us out as we've seen in the past when you try to do African American stuff and they say oh well let's make it multicultural it tends to be less African and more of everybody else um, and we just get lost in it our voice and I need to get lost in that so those are the three plans for the black community. Now, will they actually do them or go through with it, keep their word? I don't know. This is what I, I don't my know. honest opinion, um, the Democratic Party has shown us time and time again that they will come, always come up with a plan. They will always include Black America. They will always include a Black face. They will always include a Black voice. They're going to do something to show that Black people are here. However, they're always history shows us that each and every time that they've done that they've never come through with something that is specifically geared towards black america so in my opinion the joe joe biden kamala harris party will not lift every voice yeah and that's why it's called lift every voice because if you read the plan like i went through it and it, it gets what i point pointed out was the most specific like black Stuff the homeowners and HBCU, everything else is kind of like. First of all, the whole plan is about COVID nineteen. Yeah, it does. As it, it, if our problems began with with COVID. As if our problems began with COVID, and and just addressing the whole nonsense of old oh, COVID is is a black disease. Like, get the hell, get out of here. But no, they and and to me, naming it what they're naming it is also subliminal as well. Lift every voice, like we hear you. Trust me, we hear you. But that's all we're gonna do is hear you. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and that's what kind of, I guess, kind of put me off a little bit of when he said, when Ice Cube said that the Democrats, they said that, you know, they heard him, they thought it was a good idea, but they would address it more after the election. That's not how that goes. You're supposed to show a sign of good faith before you get voted for. That's what every other community, the Jews do it. Every other community make sure that you show a sign of good faith before that now of course usually every other community they, money they, first, they have uh, that's about to say they donate <laughs> to the campaign they, money, they, they have bargaining power they have leverage um and we don't so uh but i didn't really appreciate how people came at ice cube i right. feel like you know as a community we don't have a process or a system where we can point we can have community leaders people that's experts like you have um Dr. Claude Anderson, who's a, a genius, an expert in black economic development. You have Minister Farrakhan that can tell you all about social justice. You have, you know, people that's uh, geniuses in education. That's the, I feel like all the five top people we need is economics, education, social reform, um, health care, because you have black women that's dying in the hands of, of hospitals. We, we need a medical specialist. And what was the last one? I want to say prison, prison reform. So yes, yeah, social, health, economics, education, prison. We need experts in those five fields. That's my opinion. Right. Um, to represent us because we don't have that. You know, it is like well, who who told him he could speak for us? Who gave right. him right? And that's the sad part. You beg. It's just like. Um, who was supposed to do right it's like you beg for somebody to finally speak up for you go to the white house do this but because of the person that they spoke to all of a sudden now it's just like oh we didn't ask you to do that right why and would you talk like, to him because he's in charge he right now he, he's like that's how business works yes you don't period. ignore somebody or withhold information that could help a group of people because you don't like who's in charge right so suppose he would have waited to after the election and lo and behold donald trump is re-elected then what right then, then like, what like now it's like who whoever just, the point is whoever wins somebody gonna win like you said you don't know who gonna win but we know one of them gonna win and he even said in his interview with Cuomo or, or one of those interviews that he don't know if he's gonna vote for them and he know he's gonna vote but he don't know if he's gonna leave the top court blank or or whatever but which is one of them has, choice right one of one of them have to has to win so the plan is presented to both. So they can't say that they don't have anything. They can't say that the black community, you know, doesn't have any issues because the problems are written out on the plan. What is going to result in is black people putting their foot in their own mouth. Oh, yeah, because we vote ugly. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, we vote so ugly. We vote based on perception, not on reality. We vote, vote based on how we perceive. We perceive Democrats to be less racist than uh, Republicans. And we perceive Republicans, when we think Republican, we think conservative, white, racist. When we think Democrat, we think liberal and, and for equality and for the people. But neither one of them but it, it's not necessarily like that. They both tend to do the same thing. You know, and what, what I said before, most African-American descendants of slaves cannot name you three ways Donald Trump has made their life better or worse. Because as far as policy... Nothing has really changed <laughs> since Obama has left office besides immigration and this COVID situation. Um, policy that, that really affects us hasn't really changed that much. You just don't like him because he's he's arrogant, he's obnoxious, you know, he talks a lot, but as Which far is as the reality, short most perception. of you all would be if you were the president of the United yeah, States. Yeah, but on the other hand, you the Obama, you know, didn't really do much of anything as far as policy. You know, you could talk about the racism or whatever, but let's not forget Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, Oscar Grant. Um, uh, Corinne Gaines, Sandra All Bland, Eric under the Obama uh, administration, and you were not acknowledged. She did not pick you know, a side. Zimmerman, At least Donald Trump picked a side. Zimmerman got away under right. while Obama was in was in Meanwhile, office. Donald Trump asking for um, Tiger King to get out of jail. <laughs> so I know I mean, if he, he, he get Tiger King like, out of jail, he 
better send Zimmerman in his, so in his place. We can't, we can't say, oh, well, he hasn't done anything for us. Well, number one, he did exactly what we asked him to do, which is absolutely nothing. We haven't requested anything. And number two, who has? Name someone who has. Um, the difference between Obama they and, spent and so much Trump. They hating them. Uh, the difference between Obama and Trump is that Obama was a symbol of hope. He made you feel better after a tragic situation. He knew what to say to make you feel good. And Trump, on the other hand, doesn't which know is why they what them, to say. Which is why the um, Democratic, what they call it, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee picked Obama. Yeah. But the, but the reality of what's going on, your wealth, the wealth gap is still there. The police brutality is still, I mean, Black Lives Matter was founded under, I mean, while, while Obama was in office. Yes. You know, nine Not people right got killed in the church, you know, while he was in office. So that's, it, it, the reality is still the same. The perception, how you perceive the part is, oh, he has no integrity. He's a liar. He's this, he's that. But the reality is still the same. That's how you perceive these two people want to be less of the two evils. You know, we perceive uh, Joe Biden to be a soft-spoken, likable guy, but in reality, he's been a politician longer than Trump and he has done for less years. for black people. Well, uh, and than, and than Donald anybody. Trump said it on his on during the debate. He told him he was like, "Why don't you tell these people why you call them super predators? We got time." Yeah, and this is like his third time running oh, yeah. for president, what I think, right? So, those are our thoughts. You know, I, I know a lot of people have strong beliefs. They feel like, you know, right. Cube shouldn't have said anything. Another thing to I want him, to touch on is whatever. please stop listening to the media. Like, the media has really went out of their way to try to tear down Donald Trump. And I don't think anybody has really paid attention to a lot of the messages that they said. They're really trying to. Put the wool over your eyes when it comes to this man and when it comes to this election and voting and things like that because it, why is it all of a sudden during this election oh it's important like the emphasis is it's important for you to vote it's important for you to register yeah. to vote whereas it wasn't when you know previous election or election before that or election before that like you know like yeah. we have to do our own research we, we do really have and, to study and, on our own on, on, our own and the policies that are made and geared towards number one the black community and what is best for America we really need to do step back and look at the bigger picture because um yeah and that's why like I said I'm definitely a third party advocate I feel like people complain about Donald Trump but when you had an opportunity back in 2016 when um Gary Johnson was running uh, for uh representing the Libertarian Party and you had Jill Stein, Dr. Jill Stein, she was representing the Green Party. You had two really good candidates that got ignored because they didn't have you you didn't you you didn't educate yourself. You would have thought that that was the time people would have been like, "Uh, Hillary Donald neither one. Let me look at my other options." The reason Donald Trump is in office is, is because people refuse to vote third party. People didn't educate themselves. It's 2020 and you still think you only got two options. You when the, Some of y'all been voting for years. When you go vote, you never only see two names on it, on, under there. You never only see two names. Right. Never. So I feel like people really need to be more aware of their options. And I've had people tell me, oh, well, third parties don't win. I mean... They need votes. They need votes. <laughs> you and gotta they, vote they need for them. The, the reality right. you know, is what's driving the two parties is the funds. They have the funding. Right. They have the funding. And the way Campaigning that they are. is expensive. It is and expensive. I would recommend and, and even that. When it comes to like being in the House, um, a representative being in a Congress seat, you, you need funds in order yeah. to push Yeah, And that's why you, they have those those super PACs, like those, those super PACs. And they fund them, right. what I was saying. There. In this letter, this lady literally said that they had the GOP raised $266 million. Republicans. Yeah, and a lot of that, I'm pretty sure, was from super PACs because they don't have to say that, um, like when most of the campaigns, when they say when they talk about these these uh, candidates, at the end, the candidate will say, oh, I'm such and such, and I approve this message. But... It wasn't sponsored by their party. It was sponsored by the Super PAC, who doesn't really have anything to do with them. Um, they just support them. 
It's so much. And I would recommend that y'all watch the Netflix special um, "Whose Vote Counts" because they kind of go into all of that. It's really good, very informative. Uh, right. And I and I would highly recommend that. I used to want to be a lobbyist at one point. I thought that would be fun. Oh, I got plans, baby. But we running out of time. Yes, you guys. Thank y'all for joining. Thank you so much for Comment, joining. share, put your information right. in. Please Let me know. Go out and be a part thoughts. of the election and a part of the vote. America. And if you don't, baby, I don't blame time in America. It 